A week before Thanksgiving 1958, a red and black Buick snaked up Kawenga Pass over the backbone of the Hollywood Hills and dropped into the tangle of burr clover and brush that covered the San Fernando Valley. Bathed in moonlight, the sedan sped to the birthplace of modern California, a panoramic spot sheltered by a crescent of mountains and skirted by fields. For centuries, this location had served as the backdrop of blood feuds, land grabs, and audacious power plays. Tonight would be no different. Inside the car sat Hollywood kingpin Lou R. Wasserman and three tight-lipped colleagues from the Music Corporation of America, MCA, the biggest, most ruthless talent agency in the world. If Wasserman, MCA president, succeeded in executing his plan, those on the other side of these hills would witness yet another cunning blow, a deal that would prove so masterly that Hollywood and the world would never be the same. The car's destination was a chicken ranch turned film factory, Universal Studios, that had become the butt of industry jokes. The studio hadn't won an Oscar in nearly 30 years, and most of its features were formulaic or derivative, according to studio historian Bernard Dick. Universal was the sixth of seven studios, he said. It was hemorrhaging $2 million a year in 1958. But Wasserman was a true believer in the resiliency of show business. And really, he had to be. For if the world's oldest and largest film studio slipped into bankruptcy, others would soon follow. And then where would Wasserman and his army of agents peddle their high-priced movie star clients? Wasserman had no historic sense at all, said Ed Moule, the executive vice president of Universal Pictures at the time. Lou was all about money. Though Wasserman had no interest in preserving tradition, He possessed an uncanny sense of timing, which made everything he accomplished seem effortless. Indeed, his achievements were so extraordinary that he could afford to dismiss their magnitude with a wave of his hand. Forty years later, Wasserman would recall this particular night, cock his head, and say in his modest manner and gravel voice, it was either courage or stupidity that led me to Universal. In fact, it was far more complicated than that. As soon as the car pulled into Universal's parking lot that night, Wasserman and his three companions jumped out and walked toward the studio. The short man in the pack was Jules Stein, the tight-fisted, scooped.